Hi. Hi. There's a cat staring at me right now, talking to myself in the corner of my room, and it's weird. But welcome back to 20 fucking something. It's me, your host, Michaela, coming at you with another hot and spicy topic episode about experiences in our 20s. Um, I did a little jingle because I'm fucking delirious. I'm tired of shit. Um, but... I literally was like, I need to record an episode, and I think enough time has passed where I could talk about this topic, um, and I also had to finish drinking my ginger tea, which is related to this topic, um, and I was like, you know what, since I have to finish this, and I have to wait for it to, like, go through my system, so I go pee before I go to bed, because a bitch hates waking up with a full bladder, um, let me sit down and record this episode. So, if you hear me sip-sipping away during this episode, I am drinking ginger tea. So, I'm going to preface, preface this, preface, preface this with some trigger warnings. Um, I'm being completely honest um, here. Being very raw, this is something that I don't really share with a lot of people. So, what's up? 25 and something fans, I'm now exposing me. Feel free to screen record and be like, Michaela has digestive issues. <laughs> so, um, trigger warning, I'm going to be talking about diet, health, um, I guess a little bit of body dysmorphia, so, like, if that triggers you to a point that you don't want to listen to it, that's cool. Skip ahead. I can't let you know when next week's episode is because I personally don't know either. Uh, um, if not, and it does make you slightly uncomfortable, here's your trigger warning. Um, and another thing that I'm going to mention, hopefully, at this episode, but I might as well go ahead and put the trigger warning in, even if I don't talk about it, um, Use of recreational drugs and overdosing, accidental overdosing. So, um, yeah, now there's your trigger warnings. There's, there's my little spiel. Um, keep listening. Bro, it's so funny how my cat is like sitting here watching me. He has front row seats. He has the real deal. He has a visual of 20 fucking something, and I listen to this after I record it, so he hears the audio and he sees the visual, and he is just needing away. So he just got fixed the other day. Very exciting. Clap, clap, clap. I was very terrified that he was not going to make it through that surgery. Because um, the bitch, it, like, he is sick as fuck. Um, you can look at him and he doesn't look sick, but, I mean, he has, like, a bunch of immune system issues, internal issues. And literally, I am scared for him every single day of my life. But also, I have PTSD from the last animal I owned. So, yeah, I become a helicopter parent. But I think he loves me because he he's definitely developed a bit of separation anxieties, which we're working on. Like, he knows I work 40 hours a week. And he's able to be like, oh, my mom's gone for this amount of time. I'm preparing myself. But then when I leave during the weekends or leave during times that I not normally left, he's like, where are you? Where are you? Um, anyways, life updates before I jump into this whole topic. Um, I got my nails done. Can you hear them? I'm that bitch now. Um, they were expensive as fuck and it took a while to get used to acrylic nails. Never had fake nails before. I was like typing on my phone. I'm like, who is this? Who am I? I'm a new girl. I'm, I'm like... Don't even fuck with me now. Like, I could steal your man. I could steal your girl. Like, mm -mm -mm. speaking of, I went to 
clutch today to get a coffee and the barista took my fucking thing she kept saying totally which was like weird because like her vibe wasn't matching totally when i think totally i think surfer girl but um she's kept saying totally and i was like totally um and she was like i like your nails and i was like should we kiss just kidding i didn't say that because honestly i have no game and i am very aware that i should not be involving myself with anyone because i'm respectful R-E-S-P-E-C-T. I am F-U-L. <laughs> I am a respectful motherfucker. Um, but yeah, I'm that bitch now. And it's very hard to take out um, contacts with acrylics. And it's also very hard to do my job with acrylics, but I'm still like beating those substantial goals at my job. I'm that bitch, been that bitch, will forever be that bitch. Another life update. I'm getting my laundry done because my sister, because what I'm talking about today is like me being sick and everything. And my sister was like, Michaela, treat yourself. Um, and I, since I'm putting the whole house buying thing on the back burner, I do have some extra moolah that I'm willing to spend to enrich my life. And the first thing I did, obviously fake nails. Um, the second thing I did, I paid off my car. So we're ripping around in an actual car that I own. We don't owe nobody nothing on that car. We owe the government $40,000 in student debt. But that's another story. I was not able to pay that off. I still haven't checked. Like, I'm literally terrified that it's going to ruin my day. Um, second. Second thing I bought. Some fucking vegan boots. Um, which also goes along with what I'm going to talk about today with my diet and everything. I was going to buy Doc Martens, but I looked more into the history and I was like, we, even though they might've changed like their beliefs and everything, I'm like, I, I can't with good conscience wear these on my feet. And also they're outrageously expensive. So yeah, I just bought some vegan boots and they sent me the wrong pair. They sent me like Nike shoes, size 11. They're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, bitch, how do you fuck this up? Okay, so I bought that. Um, I bought my pair. I bought myself a pair of slippers. These are like used shit, like at the thrift store shit. Because my goal this year was not to buy fast fashion, and I'm low key killing it. Low key killing it. Um, I bought myself $100 worth of groceries, the good shit that is gonna take care of me. And then today, 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 I cleaned my pool. Um, I cleaned my pool because it was fucking disgusting. It smelled so bad. I cleaned that shit and then I filled it back up. And I was like, you know what? This fucking yard is shitty as fuck. Because like my house was abandoned for five years and I was like, and I mean, you could just tell that no one took care of it for a while. Um, you can see the whole yard, but there's just like a bunch of shit everywhere. Right. The guy came very nice man. Um, he came, he gone, he went. He used to mow my grass when I didn't have a lawnmower, but he was pretty cool. Um, and he was like, yeah, um, I would say I'd give you a quote of 1250. And I was like, <laughs> what? But it, it's gonna enrich my happiness. Like I know that it's like first world problems, you have to pay 1250 to get your backyard done. Okay, yeah, but I'm like investing into this property. So I just, 
I don't know. I feel pretty good about it. Um, I already put a deposit down on, so I can't say no now unless I want to lose that money. And I just, I love my backyard and I want it to be a more usable space. And I know that it'll be something that ends up paying for itself. And also we have a lot of snakes back there. So I don't run into any snakes, but anyways, he was like, what's your name? And I was like, Michaela. And I was like, well, actually it's Micaela. And he was like, Oh, hablo espanol. And I was like, no, my mom's white. <laughs> and I could see his attitude change after um, I said, you know, I got a little bit of Spanish in me. Um, and, but he had already given me my quote, so he couldn't backtrack because, you know, fuck white people. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, am I? Am I? Am I? Maybe eat the rich anyways um yeah those are my life updates um my yard will be done around next week sometime hopefully dang the concert's like being like let out now there's so many cars passing my house i live by a coliseum so yeah that's cool but whatnot so let's get on to today's topic hello guys my name is michaela micaela okay i gotta stop <laughs> the dietitian the motherfucking dietitian. I'm a TikTok dietitian now. Okay, anyways. So, um, I had an eating disorder. It didn't come from body dysmorphia. It just, it, you know, eating dysmorphia, eating disorder doesn't necessarily come from hating your body. Um, a lot of the times it is, and a lot of the times you want to look like the person on your TV or in the magazine or everything. But my body dysmorphia came from the fact that I was on prescription medications for most of my life that suppressed my appetite. Um, so I did have an eating disorder. Um, I couldn't eat, essentially. Um, I was lacking nutrients that I needed to grow bigger, grow stronger, have a stronger stomach, have stronger I break my bones all the fucking time but oh, excuse me oh it was ADHD medication too like I needed that shit essentially to graduate high school to graduate middle school to survive I really needed it in college but I toughed the fuck out anyways um so I went to into high school and my mom was like you know you can quit this shit cold turkey and I was like oh, oh let's do that and now that I look back on it, it was very naive of me to not look into all the side effects. Because one time, a few years ago, I got off my antidepressants and like for a whole week it felt like I had the flu. And then I was like, I wonder what's wrong with me. And I was like, oh fuck, I haven't taken my antidepressants in like three days. And then I took it and I felt amazing. And it's so crazy how your body just like depends on something and the withdrawal symptoms are like insane. Um, but yeah. I was high school, I was out there fucking shit up, and I didn't really notice the withdrawal symptoms. A lot of it was depression, um, mood changes, suicidal thoughts, gastrointestinal issues, stuff like that, um, which I had all of. Um, I remember like my second week into freshman year, I started feeling very sick very sick. I went to the doctors. I did this. I did that. I went to go get x-rays on my stomach. They were just basically saying that my digestive system sucked. Um, so I was prescribed <laughs> laxatives. Um, and they worked a lot, but you know, you can't be taking them every day because that shit will fuck you up. 
So, um, yeah, I just lived like that on and off for a while. I played soccer all four years of my high school um, experience, plus my super senior year. So I had that movement constantly. I was working out. I was doing this. I was doing that. I didn't notice. I was on a decent-ish diet. Um, and also growing up, my palate was very limited because like I've talked about multiple times, we grew up um, very low income. So, you know, ramen, spam, ramen. <laughs> That was it. That was it most of the time. Um, so yeah, I, so my body wasn't really used to all the new foods I was eating and trying and doing and everything. And, um, it affected me badly. Um, it got to a point where I just wanted to stay at home. I didn't go out. I'm like, because I'm going to need to be near a bathroom, I'm going to be miserable the whole time. Cause it gives me so much anxiety. Like I don't feel well. And it's very hard to realize that there's something wrong with you, um, especially like that. Because you just think that, oh, it's normal. Other people are, are living through it. I'm just being a little bitch. Um, because I have talked to people who do have, like, digestional issues. And they're like, oh, my God, the whole time I was in class, I felt like I was going to get sick. And I just had to hold it. And I was like, you're better than me because I would have fucking, like, ran out of that classroom and slept in my bed for six days. But that's not, um, the case. So I, um, I haven't really noticed my digestional issues happening recently. Um, they're pretty bad and they were just like flare up. And that was one thing I could never really find out like what would make me sick. Um, obviously coffee, but, um, I, I couldn't really pinpoint what was making me sick. It'd be like the most randomest thing. Like I wouldn't eat anything the day before and then I have like a croissant for breakfast and I'm over for like three days. And it just, it just didn't make any sense because like it could have been like 12 hours since I've ate that croissant and I would get sick. And it's just like, what am I getting sick off of? It was frustrating. It was annoying. I hated it. So, um, yeah, I went to my physician because it had gotten to a point where I went to work and I started feeling sick. So I asked my boss if I could take my lunch break early. He says, yes, I go home in my space where I can like be alone and do my whole, whatever the fuck I need to do. And then I can go back to work because obviously like I don't feel comfortable at work and I don't want to expose other people to my issues. So yeah, um, I, and then I end up going home and realizing that I can't work through this pain. I am physically ill. I'm laying on the bathroom floor. Um, I am literally begging to God, why me? Why me? Um, and I have to text my boss or my manager and be like, hey, I can't come back in. And the next day I'm like, hey, I can't come in either. Like I'm literally bedridden. So last week came up and the same situation happened. I thought I was going to be fine. thought I can go to the bathroom, come home, do my thing. But I felt so fucking ill. And I was also dealing with stress from calling out of work too much, but it's just like, I literally could not work like that. And then the next day I woke up with hives all like all over my face, all over my neck. Um, and I had like a lot of cold sores in my throat, in my mouth. And, um, yeah, I was like, okay, well, it's very obvious that I am dealing with something bigger than just 
I have a bad digestive system, like something is really happening. So, you know, I did what I needed to do and I jumped on TikTok (laughs) and I looked at like gut health and everything. Well, actually, when I took off, oh man, my fucking cactus keeps stinging me, bro. I'm over this fucking cactus. I'm sorry. Brief intermission while I take out my... Okay, got it. Okay. Um, I... The day that I was off, covered with hives and everything, I was like, okay, I am cutting off junk food. I'm cutting off... Um, I essentially just agreed that I was going to go vegan. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go vegan. Um, see if... Because I really thought it was dairy. And it's like milk, milk. But, um... I was like, I, I just need to cut up all these things and then work my way back up and build my palate and everything. And I looked into my fridge and I saw that like one day I bought an energy drink from Aldi and it was like kombucha energy drink and it was like for gut health. And I was like, oh, perfect. I drank it. It was amazing. It was great. Um, it set the tone very well for kombucha because I went and bought more kombucha and it did not taste anything like that. Um, kombucha is fucking disgusting, but anyways... Um, so, um, yeah, I started taking care of myself. I, I bought, like, that's when I spent all that money on just, like, eating clean and everything. Bought vegan hot dogs, vegan mayo, um, everything to just cut out dairy in my life. Um, I started feeling better immediately. Um, I got energy back as well. Like, I was literally waking up at 7 a.m., 8 a.m., just, like, doing my shit, no longer feeling, like, horrible my stomach was questionable the first few days like I did have some weird cramping some weird bloating because my body was adjusting to it um but as I was laying in bed that day that I did not feel good I was like going through all the stuff that I need to change my life so my stomach just made a weird noise I'm sorry if you heard that (laughs) um but I was like I'm gonna go vegan and then on the weekends I'm gonna eat what I normally eat um just so I could build my tolerance up so it's not like a, I immediately get sick when I start my own diet and bring back the things I love. So during the weekdays, I eat clean. And then during the weekends, you know, I still eat very slowly because that was my issue. I was eating like it was my last fucking meal that I was ever going to eat in my life. Um, I was eating slowly and I cut out soda, so I'm only drinking water, which really sucks because I'm bloating a lot, but like it's the good water bloat that I'm eventually going to lose. I started doing crunches and I know that doesn't sound like something like huge, but crunches really help with your digestive system and gut health. And I've also started taking proteins, not proteins, I also started taking vitamins. So um, I take probiotics, which um, essentially just puts in like the good bacteria in your stomach and then I am now taking the supplement L-glutamine in the morning. I drink ice water with lemon. I don't depend on caffeine anymore, and it's awesome. I'm able to drink coffee um, if it's vegan coffee, if it's non-dairy, lactose-free. I'm able to drink that. Um, but back to the L-glutamine, it, I found this on TikTok, but I think I have something called leaky stomach which is essentially where the stomach lining is like so like thin that some food is not digesting correctly and it's like going the wrong way and it's making you upset and irritating your stomach which makes sense because like I don't have a certain trigger just like random things fucking set me off um so I realize that my stomach does get more inflamed when I have things 
like whole milk so um yeah i oh, fuck i forgot where i am and i'm talking so fast <clears throat> oh, excuse me cheese okay um so that's why I'm drinking ginger tea because it helps with the probiotics. I try to get my probiotics in every day. I'm also taking fiber at night just to keep my, you know, my my digestive system moving and grooving, you know. Um, but I've overall felt great. I feel I feel amazing. I feel like a different person. Um, it took a while for my skin to clear up, but it really scared me because I'm somebody who doesn't suffer from acne, which I know first world problems. But you know, as a 24 year old and going through like hormonal teenager stuff it stressed me the fuck out because i'm like i'm not going through this while everyone else is going through this i'm going through this as a full-grown adult and i don't want to do that i don't want to fucking do that um my hives started drying up the other day so that's good they're not dry and you can't see them that much anymore they were very itchy it was i was honestly so miserable my eyes are swollen um and my body just completely shut down so um yeah taking my vitamins drinking my ice water eating my vegan diet and then on the weekends still having my normal food and whatnot because you know I, I deserve to treat myself um and I do feel like a better person I definitely do um my mood has changed dramatically I am happy I am I'm just, you know, I, I feel a lot better. I genuinely do feel a lot better. I feel free and I'm able to go places now and not have to like worry about calling out of work like the next day or anything. So that's good. I still get very scared, but I'm taking my vitamins and being really good about it. And I, I think it's working. I, I genuinely think it's working and yeah. Um, so and even if it's not working, two weeks is a decent amount of time for me to be like, oh, wow, this is nice, a nice relief, because I was getting sick every three days, um, whereas some people get sick, like, maybe twice a year, so, or this type of sick, so, yeah. Um, I want to briefly talk about, I have talked about in the past, um, I touched on the deaths that I've experienced in my family. I want to briefly touch on how that has affected me um, physically. I'm a type of person who can't break down stress. Like, so there's something in my brain that like, doesn't be like, Hey, Michaela, you're stressed. Maybe you should like calm the fuck down for a bit. Take a break. No, it's like, Michaela, you're stressed and I'm not listening. So my brain sends alerts to other part of my body. It gives me acne, makes me sick and gives me eczema. And that's basically me physically seeing it and realizing oh fuck i'm stressed let me calm down it's weird it's very weird because like i don't recognize that i'm stressed people will ask me like i have six deadlines to do people ask me like michaela are you stressed and i'm like no and i'm like wait should i be and then i look down and i have eczema on my fucking toes and i'm like actually you know what the eczema says i am stressed so i i was about to say briefly but i definitely did a whole episode on the passing of my aunt that was completely completely unexpected and it put a lot of stuff in perspective for me um that life's way too short and anything can happen on a whim and it fucking sucks 
um, uh, about two weeks after my aunt died, my uncle died, and I'm not even gonna, like, front or anything, like, me and him weren't that close, because they live in Mexico, I live in America, and it also came with the guilt of, like, not being connected to my Hispanic family, um, a few weeks prior, I had to cancel my trip to Mexico due to my aunt's death, and it was a lot, um, it's still very upsetting to think about, and then, right when I thought, like, hey, you know, my body's not shutting down or anything, which it was, my body was 100% shutting down, I was even talking to my therapist, I was like, all this happened, blah, 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 and she was like, wow, how are you still okay, and I was like, genuinely, I don't know, so, there was this, com this situation and this comment that I'm about to talk to you about is the main reason why I realized that, like, I'm actually not okay. So, um, I'm actually going to touch on one of my trigger warnings right now. So, trigger warning, I'm about to talk about drug overdose. So, um, I have this friend who was initially my sister's friend throughout high school. They were very close. I wasn't super close to him because I was just an annoying younger sister. And he, um, he, he, I was very close to him. I literally told him everything. I would text him every day. He actually knows, like, 100% the truth about everything in this one situation I was involved in. And it's so weird now that I don't have that person to talk to because he knew everything. And I don't feel like catching people up or telling them the other side of the story or anything like that. So it's just, it's just weird. I don't have that person to vent to anymore. But, um, one day... I was like, oh, I haven't heard from Doug in a while. Um, let me check. I, I didn't know if I wanted to use his name or not, but I'm pretty sure he wouldn't have mind. He was a listener in 20 seconds something, so um, probably still a listener still, but um, somewhere out there, wherever you are. He um, told me, or actually, I realized that I hadn't heard from him in a while. And I was like, oh, but it's, it's not a big deal. Like, he's going through his own stuff. He had just lost a friend a few weeks prior. So I was like, you know what? It's okay. Um, that's fine. He's going to send me a meme in a few days. And then one day I logged on Facebook and I was, or Instagram and I was like, no, I, I really need to text Doug right now. And the first thing I see, I'm not even fucking shitting you, is his sister had posted like a collage of pictures of him with a long ass paragraph. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? So I called my mom, I called my sister, because my mom was with my sister, and I was like, is he dead? Did he die? And we're like, oh, we're not seeing anything, we're not seeing anything, and he did pass away. For a while, I was spiraling, because I was really scared that the one person who shared the same pain as me is now gone. What does that mean for me? Um, but then I learned a few things about his death that I think are a learning lesson, um, teaching moment, um, an eye-opener, an experience that will change your life, um, type thing, so I'm gonna talk about it, because I feel like he would've wanted me to talk about it, and also I logged into Instagram the other day and saw that this is happening more closer than I thought it was happening. Um, his sister actually gave me a bunch of facts about it. He was one of like five people who died that day of an accidental overdose by the use of recreational drugs that were laced with fentanyl. 
he um he was he was great he was amazing he had his own battles um but yeah so i cannot stress this enough guys especially in states where recreational drugs are illegal please 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 know your dealer do your research smoke with somebody um please take care of yourself if you're feeling ill by any means Go to the ER, go to urgent care. It doesn't fucking matter if you're using it in in legal substance. Like, fuck that. Your health matters more. You being alive matters more. And it's happening more closer than you think. A few days ago, 10 people were hospitalized in Winston-Salem, North Carolina due to a bad batch of marijuana that was laced with fentanyl. Those people were brave enough or were lucky enough, not brave enough, but lucky enough to be able to seek critical care. I'm not sure the outcome of their stories and they will probably face lifelong effects. However, just be careful guys, just be careful. I wanna say it's easily avoidable, but it's not. You don't know. And I just don't know what to say beyond that. Um, because it's something that you, you don't know. Like I said, you don't know if you get a bad batch. Like, you're not, like, it's, it's nothing you can avoid unless being abstinent from, like, drugs, which you can do. I'm not trying to scare people because, like, marijuana, mm, <laughs> the use of recreational drugs has helped me in a lot of the cases. And I think medicinal medicine is very important to incorporate into your life. However, I also think it's very important to be... Um, what's the word? Educated. To be educated on the risk um, and what is happening around you in the drug world. So, yeah. Um, But back to the deaths of three people. I had called my sister because we'd been in touch with his family a lot because we were also very close to his family. Um, And I'm not sure if she'd be comfortable with me sharing this, so I'm not going to exactly say what she said, but I am going to say that she mentioned how it affected her. And I was like, huh, I'm still living life every day. Nothing's different. I know my friend's dead. I know my aunt's dead. I know my uncle's dead, but nothing's really changed. And I was like, this isn't right. This isn't right. Like, of course, I don't want to cry on the floor every day, but the way I'm breaking down my feelings isn't, isn't okay. Um. I've lost three people in the span of three months, um, two of them being very close to me and who I almost talk to on a daily, if not daily, weekly basis. And that's when I was like, oh, fuck, I'm not taking care of myself. I am getting sick constantly getting migraines constantly, um, sleeping in until like 12 in the afternoon. I'm going to sleep at one in the morning. Like, I just don't care about myself anymore. I'm not washing my, um, face. I'm not cleaning my hair. I'm just not taking care of myself. And I think that was like a wake up call. And my sister, when I got like really sick, she was like, treat yourself. And that's what I'm doing now. I'm treating myself and I'm recognizing, um, that this is happening. I think um, when my body tried to manifest, excuse me, my feelings that I had towards, you know, all these people losing their lives, like I've lost these people in my life, um, which is a lot for a person to go through in such a small amount of time. 
my body just kind of shut off. My brain just kind of shut off. So my brain was like sending eczema, sending psoriasis outbreaks, sending me hives, sending me intolerance, making my digestive system shitty, giving me migraines. So I was taking shit on the aspirin that ended up fucking up my stomach lining. Um, that my mind was just like, oh, this is every day. Like I was in survival mode. Um, I was doing what I needed to survive, which was wake up in the morning, put my contacts in, brush my teeth, put on deodorant, leave five minutes before I need to go to work and then come home and do that all again. So, um, I wasn't living, I was surviving and I don't want to do that anymore. Um, I was barely surviving at that. Like I was dying, literally dying. Um, I just look so sad and now I feel a lot happier. I do. Um, and I wanted to share this experience with you guys. Maybe you're going through something. Maybe you want to heal your gut. I'd say start with um, a glutamine in the morning with ice water and lemon to replace your caffeinated beverages. Um, drink ginger tea at night. Take probiotic pills to make sure you're getting that good bacteria in your stomach. Um, you could do that with the probiotics pills, with ginger tea, or with kombucha. Um, just make sure that you are implementing all types of food in your diet make sure you're eating things that doesn't inflame you make sure that you are eating slowly and make sure you're not eating when you're bored because i'm very guilty of that but yeah i am so happy that i recorded this episode i barely finished my ginger tea so i'm about to chug that shit down and then just wait for me to pee it out before i go to sleep but um i hope you guys enjoyed this episode um, I want to get back to talking about stuff that, you know, is relatable to other people because I tend to talk about things that are only relatable to me. And at the end of the day, this is my fucking podcast, so I, I can talk about whatever the fuck I want to talk about. But I do want to talk about things that relate to everyone. So um, even if you're not working on your gut health, um, these, I'm not even lying, beyond me not getting sick 24-7, I feel like a different person. Um... And I sometimes find myself slipping back into the normal routine and I'm like, wait, wait, nope. Um, so it takes 30 days to create a routine. So I highly recommend it. I feel so much better. My skin's way clearer. Like I just, I feel great. Um, I'm happy to wake up in the morning now and I'm not going to say cure my depression because <laughs> fuck, bitch is still depressed as shit. Taking my antidepressants, taking my anxiety medications, like I'm doing the damn thing, but now I just feel 10 times better because I'm actually taking care of my body. So that's this week's episode. Um, oh, also another thing that I wanted to mention is I don't, I've talked to a few people about this. Like I'm applying to master's programs for, um, film and scene design and production and all that stuff. I've always wanted to do that. I really enjoy set design. So, you know, I graduated my degree in interior architecture. However, my portfolio was lacking, um, diversity so right now I have like blueprints and interiors exteriors I have all that jazz but I'm lacking a lot of other artistic skills that show that I have more diversity in my portfolio so um over the last few weeks I've been taking pictures of people been super fun so if you ever want your pictures taken just hit me up on instagram at makita underscore um yeah I well I'm doing drawing on the side but that's more for myself but if you ever want to help me with my portfolio please just hit me up. Um, 
and I'm mostly just working on my editing skills and everything because obviously I'm doing like scene design and set design what looks good on the camera and all that so um yeah um, I'm doing reels steals so just hit me up on my Instagram for that and um as always don't find my Twitter if you do shut your fucking mouth um have a good week guys